Happy Monday, Reinas. Welcome back to another episode on this show. So I want to do something different today only because I'm so glad that somebody brought it to my attention that they kind of needed a little help and guidance with the Confidence Journal. And I'm so glad that, you know, that she mentioned that to me because I, you know, when we're creating something, we don't really realize that other people may need a little bit more of an explanation. And I think because we're the ones like, for example, me, I've done a lot of work in this area. I assume other people, <clears throat> excuse me, know what it is I'm talking about. So I'm going to do a run through of the journal with you. I'm going to give you examples of what I wrote in here and what has helped me to really um, get some healing in this journey. But most importantly, we're going to invite God into the process. Um, I want you to grab a, if you haven't downloaded that journal, it's free below. It's in the show notes. Download your free journal, grab a pen and get your coffee, get your tea, whatever you're going to get. And let's journal together. Hey, Reina, welcome to the Crown with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Monica Rojas, wife, homeschool mom, woman of faith, and the founder of BoxFit Queens, an online boxing fitness platform that emphasizes on the whole health of the aspiring modern-day Proverbs 31 woman. In this podcast, we will help you to build that confidence in who you are and who God says that you are. Because the last thing we want to worry about is wrapping ourselves in an identity that the world has given us. You know God has a calling on your life, but you're not sure how to confidently embrace that. With faith, wellness, and a mindset shift, you can begin to embrace the woman that you are while working towards the woman that you want to become. So if you're ready to transform and grow, look no further. It's time to straighten your crown, lace up your gloves, and dig deeper because you have been crowned with confidence. Let's get it, girl. Alright, Inas. So before we get started, if you have listened to any of the past couple of episodes, I want to invite you out to a Rise Girl Rise gathering that's happening happening in the Dallas Fort Worth, Texas area. It is a, a donation based gathering and my dear friend Micaela and myself will be there to help and just empower other women. There's going to be a bunch of other women. But if you're in the area and you would like to connect and meet in person, this is the place to be. I have the details down below for the event. You can pay a dollar or five dollars and you can still show up to this event. So go ahead and check out the details. See if it's something that you're able to do and able to make. And if so, go ahead and check it out. It's going to be a great gathering with amazing topics, a lot of journaling, such as what we're going to be doing here. Um, and not, not journaling like nonstop, but it's going to be like we're going to get to connect. We're going to get to talk. We're going to eat. We're going to hang out. And it's just going to definitely be something with God in the center of it all. And I think it's beautiful when women can come together and just be vulnerable and be authentic with one another. So that's what's going to go down on July 13th in Fort Worth, Texas. Details are down below. All right. If you've grabbed that confidence journal already, let's go ahead and get into it. So. This confidence journal was meant to help uh, to really help you build confidence in your identity and wellness journey. Remember, this is a podcast where I do discuss topics on wellness, identity, confidence, mindset, um, definitely with some faith in there, because I truly feel that this is a big part of the this is the big puzzle piece of what it is that allowed me to be the woman that I am today. Um, and so I really think that 
when we learn to be true to ourselves and authentic in our own unique way, I feel that that is what really helps us bring out our confidence and who we are and who God created us to be. Um, I will say before I start this journal that you're going to see some of the belief systems. Um, I think that we get so caught up. We, we are accustomed to a certain belief system and then it's worked for us for a long time. And then maybe we allow other people to start getting in our head uh, about it, you know, and or maybe we start telling people telling us that we're too religious or maybe we need to keep our faith out of stuff or maybe we need to stop yada yada whatever it is. Right. And I realized that I had to stop worrying so much about the labels that other people are giving me because that is what started affecting me and my confidence in who I am and who I felt God created me to be. I was so worried trying to be everything for everyone else. And this is exactly why I built this confidence journal, because I feel when you start to look at yourself and you really start to take a look at what you believe and why you believe what you do, you'll start understanding that some of those things aren't even of your own, that they were just instilled in you. And not all of them are bad, but some of them you're like, why have I been believing like this all my life? Right. So I'm just excited to kind of go through this with you and um and I think this is a great idea uh, for us to journal together. So if you downloaded the Confidence Journal, you'll see that I give you a welcome. And I just want to remind you that um, of this part that I wrote, I put this journal contains some of the tools that have helped me in my personal healing journey to feel confident in my identity of who God says that I am. This is not meant to treat or diagnose anyone. If for any reason any of this seems difficult to process, please consider some professional help if needed. Professional help can be counseling, it can be guidance, it can be um, anybody that you trust or just somebody that you need to run things by. That um, professional actually is more of like a counselor therapist type thing. Um, I've seen counselors before and I think that it is a great, a, it's a great uh, tool to have if, if needed. All right, so now we're going to go to the next page, starting on page number three. Um, what's the definition of confidence? I thought it was so important to write the definition of confidence because when we understand what it is, well, you know, I think confidence, we kind of just see it as like this external thing. But the true definition is the feeling or belief that someone can rely on someone or something, a firm trust. The next definition was a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. And some of the synonyms um, were trust, faith and belief. So it's deeper, right? It's not so much just um, like we were confident in us. It means that we have a firm trust or belief in someone or something that can be us. That can be God. That can be, you know, we were confident in our work. We're confident in our motherhood. Right. So when we believe and we believe in our qualities, this is what it is. A lot of us struggle with areas of being confident in areas of our life and this is why this journal is meant to dissect a little bit so the first question is what or who do you rely on that you have a firm trust or confidence in so for this one i obviously wrote that you know i have firm trust and confidence in god right and i i wrote down some of the things <clears throat> why i trust and in, in, i confide in god because I feel in my just from my history and everything in my life that's led me to where I'm at today. There's no denial that it's been God's grace, love and mercy that's gotten me where I'm at. You know, I know for sure I I'm not confident enough to say that I got myself here all by myself because that's not true. But I'm confident to say that because of God and because of the work that I've put in. 
I'm here where I'm at today, right? Um, and there's always work to be done, and I'm grateful for that. So I just kind of wrote, like, you know, what, who or what do you have? So you can pause this episode, and you can start to journal. Um, let Actually, you know what? I'm so sorry. Let's, let's just stop really quick. Um, let me, let's just pray. I want to pray for you because I feel there's power in the pen. And a lot of times when we invite God into the process, this is what's really going to help us flow through our journaling. So let's just put our pens down, try to have a quiet moment. And let's just take in this moment. And Father God, I just thank you so much for being here today, for bringing these women here to listen, to be willing and open-minded, to take a look at some of their beliefs that may or may not serve them today. Father God, I just pray that you speak through them in their hearts, in their minds, that it flows through this pen, what it is that they need to change and what it is that they can continue to keep in their life. I just pray that you bring them peace, joy, and love over their decisions and that anything that may be affecting them, Lord, that you continue to touch their hearts, that you bring healing to painful areas that they may have been struggling with that they didn't even realize. I just pray that eventually, if they're not ready today, that they get the desire and willingness to want to do the work so that they can be the best version of themselves for themselves, for their children, for you, for their purpose on this on this earth. And I just thank you, Lord. I, I pray for willingness. I pray for open mindedness. I pray for peace, joy. And most of all, I pray for grace for themselves, that even if they see something that doesn't sit well with them that they give themselves grace to know that they did the best they could with what they had and that they can continue to do the best with everything that is revealed to them reveal that reveal themselves to them lord reveal me to me in this process and i just pray that you continue to guide them love them and show them the way that they need to go we love you we thank you in jesus name amen all right Pick that pin back up. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm so sorry because I, that's a huge part of my journaling. I always, I always pray. I always invite God in. And like I said, I've done a lot of, uh, I do a lot of um, inner healing writing because I am in a, in a program of recovery and I always invite God into my process because I feel there's so much power in the pen, so much power that flows from our mind to our hearts to the pen when we're inviting God in. And so that's what is important here. So first question, what or who do you rely on that you have a firm trust or confidence in? Go ahead and journal that. Okay. So then I wrote on the next page, I said, now that you have an idea of what it means to be confident, I want you to dig a little bit deeper. Remember, this is your personal journey. No one else's. So there are no right or wrong answers. Somewhere in your life, you may have picked up belief systems of other people whether that be from your parents, a teacher, a coach, church, or an influencer on social media. While they may not all be wrong, it is so important that you learn to think for yourself, your own ideas, own interests, your own creativity. God has created you to be unique in your own special way. You were created by an amazing creator. So if you think and act like everyone else, are you really being your true self? Genesis 1:27. so God created mankind in his likeness and image. So I put that verse in there because I wanted us to be in reminder of how we're created in God, right? And when we're when we start to understand, I think it first gets us 
thinking about our beliefs and if we're creating the likeness and image of of god our creator well do we think and we act do we do we have the mindset of some of the qualities that god possesses and some of the times we don't even understand because our mind may be so trapped by our old belief systems about god so i'm going to go to the second question and i'm going to share with you some of mine so what belief systems do you have in the area of faith so in faith, I used to always think that God was so punishing and so condemning. And I started to realize that, um, for one, I mean, I was kind of bouncing around in different churches. I really didn't understand. But then when I got to this one specific church that I've been at for oof, almost seven years now, maybe like six years, I say, um, I started to realize um, the teachings they were doing were very, they were, they were just different, right? I started to really feel the Holy Spirit. I started to feel a lot of things in my spirit that I never felt before. And so to me, I felt like God was really revealing some truth to me in this teachings because I, I, one good thing that I love about this church that it brought to my attention was if God is love and God loves us so much, why would he, why, why do you think he's so punishing? Why do you think that he wants to destroy us? Why do you think that he makes these bad things happen to us? if he loves us like that's very contradicting right and one thing that my pastor said is like we don't serve a confusing god right god is not confused and he's not bipolar right so um i had to start really seeing him from those lenses right like okay well god is love and and i started having to really like peel back these layers of this belief system that i had about god like um i really just thought about okay well if god really like loves me i had to start looking at the evidence right and so when i started to tie it back to confidence i was like okay what firm trust or belief do i have and it started letting me see about areas in my faith like because through my prayer through my consistency and being in the word and things that i've done um because inviting god into my life right um i've done things a lot a lot of things without god in inviting god in and i've done a lot of things with god in and i can see the difference right so I had to kind of nip the belief system in my faith of God is punishing, right? When it comes to my finances, I always thought that, you know, money's bad and you shouldn't, nobody should be like, like if you make so much money, you're supposed to just give it all away. And it's not to say that it's like, I'm still very giving. That's not what it is. But I understand that there's a lot of problems in the world. And I have a lot of passions for solving problems in the world. And a lot of the times in order to solve problems in the world, we need money to be able to do a lot of these things. And I had to kind of reframe my belief system. Like, it's the love of money that gets us in places that we're not supposed to. It's not money itself. It's the love of money, right? Just like drugs. They're not all bad because some people use them for specific medical reasons, it's the abuse of drugs that starts making things bad, right? So I had to reframe my mindset about finances, that it's okay that I don't have to do everything for free, that I've worked my butt off and I've paid a lot out of pocket to be where I'm at, and I can deserve to get a little bit of money back for my work, right? Um, so there's that, my, that's just one belief system. Um, career, um, I had, you know, this belief system that I just had to work always in a nine to five job. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that's kind of the mindset that was around my family was not very um, career driven, not very um, like going to like going to school or doing anything further. It was just almost like you have to be home by this time, kind of 
and I saw my family do it all the time. And I don't think there's anything bad. Like I said, especially if you are in a field that you love and it's um, fulfilling. But that wasn't the only way. My career ended up being me working split shifts. So I actually would get up in the morning early. I would leave by 11 or noon and I'd come back at 5. So mine wasn't a typical 9 to 5. It was a split shift. So I had to reframe my mindset around that because that was really hard for me. I was very resistant to it because of the timing and what was instilled in me. When it comes to motherhood, um, there's a lot in here about my belief systems in motherhood. However, what I've learned is that um, not everybody has to do things the way that I do, right? Not everybody has to believe the way that I believe. Not everybody has to homeschool their children the way I homeschool. As a matter of fact, I didn't come from anybody that's ever homeschooled their kids. And so um, I know that around surrounding my my life, a lot of the belief system about motherhood is that, you know, we're supposed to send them off to school right away when they turn four or five. And that didn't happen. Right. We made the decision as a family to homeschool our children. And there's something wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So I'm just kind of in that mindset where it's like, okay, I get to do what's best for my family um and that's a belief system i had to overlook right marriage (laughs) nobody in my family gets married and a lot of them have ended in divorce when i have seen it so um i will say there is this belief system about marriage that you know kind of more of on the negative side you know so i've had to do a lot of work in this area to really overcome these thoughts of marriage and um because that's not what i'm living today right but i do know that I I can take a look at my part and see like, okay, what can I continuously do to help improve my marriage? Right. And not just let it be a thing where, oh, we're married and it is what it is now. Um, So reshaping belief systems about marriage. Fitness. I always had this concept that I had to work out the way I did as an athlete. I had to change my belief systems about that. I had to stop seeing it as a punishment to my body and more so as a gift to my body. And So when I started to do, I started to change my mindset about that. I started to realize that I, I really, I'm really enjoying it now. You know, I really am. Friendships. How are you about friendships? Do you believe that every woman's trying to take your man, that you can't trust a woman because you can't trust no woman around your man or in your home? That belief system may have came from family or may came from hurt from your friends or somebody. That was my case. I did have a lot of betrayal of friendships when I was younger. And I carried a lot of that over when I was um, when I became an adult. So I got to see that some of my belief systems were tied to my childhood friendships. And that's what was affecting me, um, which is why maybe I gossiped a lot or maybe I didn't trust women or I wasn't very uplifting of women at one point in my life because of the mindset that I had about friendships. So that's something you can fill out there. Um, I gave you two pages to look into that, okay? Now we're gonna scroll down to the next thing. Um, Again, take time to pause, write everything down. You can write little, you can just write a few words, you can write a sentence, you can write whatever you want. So we're just, remember, we're just writing down what you believe about these areas, okay? Marriage, good or bad. (laughs) Finances, good or bad, and you can write a little description, right? Okay, um, now I want you to ask yourself if these were beliefs that you truly believe in still up until today or are they somebody else's? Do they still align with you as a woman you're trying to become or do you need to let go of some of these and recreate new ones? So this is where we're going to start going back again. We're going to do like this little inventory. We're going to go back to all 
the areas you wrote about. Um, mind you, you can write your own. If there's something else that you want to write about, you can. I just kind of put the basic stuff that we talk about. So I want you to go back into all of these areas. And for example, I'm going to go back to uh, marriage. Okay, I'm going to talk about marriage. So now I want you to ask yourself if these tr beliefs were um, that you truly believe in still up to d today are they someone else's. I don't believe that marriage is bad. I don't. Um, that's my belief. I, you know, I haven't had that experience. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not sitting here to be on this like pink cloud or whatever. I do know, though, that there has to ha there has had to be a lot of work done in my marriage for it to be where it's at today on both sides. Right. So to sit here and say that all marriages are bad, I couldn't say that. I can't say that based on the history of my family and the history of um, divorce and everything that I've seen, um, betrayal. I can't say that I carry that over anymore in the beginning i did i will say that but i don't anymore so that's a big one um another one about fitness i don't know i don't believe that fitness is meant to punish your body absolutely not um i think that that was something instilled in me in boxing because boxing was very brutal on my body and maybe i carried a lot of that over now um do they still align with you as the woman i am today or do I need to let go of them and create new ones? Absolutely. I've had to recreate new things about my faith, about my finances, my career, my motherhood, um, a lot of things. Because honestly, the way I'm living today is nothing of what I was raised like. And not in a bad way. It's just like I've made a lot of decisions differently. Now, a lot of great things I've kept that my mother has taught me. My mother was an amazing homemaker and she still worked, but she would come home and she would just cater to her home, to her children. She would clean. I love that about her. And I've I, I love to implement those things in my life. She's gentle. She's kind. She's motherly. She's nurturing. I love those qualities of her, too. Right. My dad was a very hard worker. Um, he was very uh, what's the word? He was very strong minded when he had to be. So I I like some of those qualities that my dad had, even though, you know, I know that he was an alcoholic, but a lot of the things I know that that's not all he was. Right. He was a father first. He was a, a husband to my my mom. Um, he did the best he could with what he had. He was a hard worker and he had some great qualities and work ethics that I admire. So not everything was bad. Um, but some of the things, a lot of the things that I do differently today, like I homeschool children, um, I work from home. I don't have a career, a basic career. I, I work from home. I do everything here at the house around the children. Um, my husband is the main one that, you know, brings home the, the bread. So a lot of things differently. Right. Um, and so I take a look at some of those areas about my life today. Uh, do I have to create new ones? Yeah. So take a look in those areas of what you have to recreate. Remember, pause, write, you need to pray again, you need to put it down, go for it. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to read off page number nine. These questions are so important because now that you get to see what you truly believe in for yourself, you can build the confidence and courage to let go of anything that no longer serves your life. Reina, queen, own your own path. This is a huge step in the beginning of your transformation. I just want to jump in on that. Yes. Own your own path, please. Like if there's any advice I can give and I and I give this advice as if I'm talking to myself to my younger self when I'm like 90 or 80 and I'm saying like own your own path. Right. I'm thinking about the advice that I would give my younger self or that if I was older, 
I try to give myself that advice today. Like, are you living by this? Like, do you want your life to go by? And you were so worried about what everybody thought about you. You were so worried that you had to have everything together, the whole career. You had to be here, here, there. And you missed out on the joy of your children growing up. You were so fixated. And I'm talking to myself here, but maybe I'm talking to you. I don't know. But you were so fixated on hustling and doing all this that you forgot to sit here and enjoy the blessings that I've put in front of you, right? And I'm saying as if, like, God is telling me, I'm telling myself, like, there's so many gifts in life today. And I'm picking the things that bring me joy, right? And so I'm just thinking about, you know, it may not be the straight path to go, right, to try to run a business and homeschool your children. But for me, it brings me so much joy, so much joy. Speaking of it, one of my kids is uh, about to barge through the door, so give me a second. All right, we're back to it. So I had to take a break and give the kids some snacks. But, you know, um, OK, so now I ne next in the journal is you're now beginning to see the blueprint of your belief patterns, why you think the way you do. The next step is going to require you to stand firm on your faith and new beliefs. This is the foundation of truth that you will live your life based on. This is a verse to remind you, right? Second Timothy 1 7 says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love and self-control. Just remember that this is, these are good reminders. Whenever we're feeling discouraged, we feel uh, like, you know, the fear starting to overpower the faith. Like, just remember that what kind of spirit God gave us, right? Because it's going to be scary sometimes for us to step into something new. It's going to be scary to want to uh, really <clears throat> transform and change because change is scary. Let's be real, right? But I just want to remind you that it's going to be worth it, especially if you feel like it's right in your spirit to continue to move forward in this area. Like, I want you to be encouraged by that. Right. Um, so the next thing is this means that now you get to rewrite your story based on what aligns with your spirit. Trust what you feel because God has equipped you with the power and love that you need to overcome. OK, now. On the next page, 10 to 11, I wrote a personal story and you can go ahead and check that out. Um, but that was just tying to my belief systems. And it's kind of what I shared in the beginning. So number four, question number four, this is on page 13. What evidence do you have that God has been working in your life? Remember, God is love. So any loving experience you have had can be considered evidence. This is your own personal thing. Um, for me. There's been a lot of evidence. I mean, me getting clean from drugs. Um, remember, this are, these are experiences where I feel like I should have had, had right? Oh, according to my old belief systems, I shouldn't have had any grace and mercy in my life, over my life, for the things that I've done in the past. However, that's not the kind of God that I know I serve today, right? He doesn't hold things over my head to remind me of the bad that I've done. I get to move forward and be different and live differently, and I know that that was a loving experience that I couldn't have had the strength to do on my own, right? It was my faith in God that really pushed me to want something different, even though I kept relapsing, even though I kept wanting to quit and I would have to start all over again. I continuously kept moving forward. And it was through God's love, grace, and mercy that I get to be here. That, to me, is considered evidence, right? What experience in your life have you had maybe it was the birth of your children it was getting married 
It was meeting the love of your life. It was getting landing a job that fulfills you and lights you up. What experience, what evidence do you have that God's working in your life? If you really think, you can think of so many things. Just think about you waking up this morning and taking a fresh breath of air. That is a loving God experience, right? The next question is, let's take it a step deeper. Who do you believe that you are? Not what the world says that you are, but who do you think, right? What you truly feel inside about yourself, good or bad. I want you to write down everything. I don't care if it's that you think you're jealous, you're this insecure woman. You're the, I want you to write it all down because I want you to really write down what you feel about yourself because there's going to be something that's going to come next because I know that there's a lot of old journaling of myself where I always criticize myself. I, you asked me to say something bad about myself. I could give you like 10, 20 things off the back of what I believe was wrong with me. You asked me to name two good things about myself and I will probably be there for a while trying to figure it out for you because that is something that's instilled in our mind. We get so wrapped up in what people say about us and what they think of us that we forget who we really are and and whose we are, right? So I want to remind you that if the first thing that comes to your head is you're going to write down all the bad things about you, that's something to take a look at, right? Because now our mind is more gravitated towards the negative things, right? The things that we believe about ourselves that maybe somebody told us, maybe it was a coach, it was just somebody that, you know, always like told us negative things, a teacher, a parent, a friend, a sibling, somebody instilled things in us. And that's still in the back of our mind, right? So I want you to write it all down. I want you to write good things about yourself too. So then now we're going to jump to the next page. And it says, was there anything negative you wrote about yourself? Anything that made you not feel confident about you in this last question? So now we're going to dissect a little bit. Let's say you did write, I feel like I'm this jealous, insecure woman, whatever. Let's dig into that for one second. If you wrote anything negative on there about yourself or you couldn't find much to say good about you, I want you to ask yourself why. Okay, let's dissect this. Let's say it was, right, that you wrote, I'm jealous, I'm insecure, blah, blah. Why do you feel like you're jealous? Like, really think about that. I want you to think about why do you feel like you're jealous of other women? You're jealous of other mothers. Maybe you're jealous of other people's children or you're jealous of other people's marriage. If that's something that is deep-rooted in you, I want you to just ask yourself why. It's uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you right now, it's so uncomfortable to sit down and take a mirror and look at ourselves. And here's the biggest piece. You're not going to tell me what's wrong with them. I want you to tell, tell me or tell yourself what's wrong, what's going on with you. It's not that there's something wrong with you, but what's going on with you, right? Um, maybe you desire what they have. Maybe because of circumstances that have happened in your life, you're not able to be that kind of mother to your children that you want to be. Maybe you want to be a nurturing mother. And you're jealous of another mother that nurtures her kids. And in return, you're seeing the benefits of those children. And it's making you very jealous or insecure about yourself. Don't feel like it's something that they're doing to you. I want you to feel and reflect it back to you. That maybe those are just desires that God is revealing to you in your heart that you want. And you don't even realize you really want them. Until this jealousy or these thoughts pop up, right? So these are some good things to really take a look at because I know that when I started feeling jealous of certain women, um, and I'm going to share my experience, I used to feel really jealous, and it, and it pops up here and there. Don't, don't think that I'm all, you know, 
recovered and healed over here. Like, it'll pop up and it'll come up in the weirdest times. Like, I I would just get, like, sideswiped and just, like, it'll hit me out of nowhere, right? Um, So here are some of the things. Like, when I would feel, like, when the jealousy was, like, extreme, I realized that I was, like, secretly desiring some of the things these women had. I used to really feel jealous about women that... um that would like lose weight right away or would bounce back from their like postpartum bodies because I still, you know, and I'm still right. Like working on getting my body stronger and stuff, but I would really envy those women that could like post a week after and they're like slim and not a single stretch mark according to the picture. Right. And I was like, what is it that you're secretly desiring? Like, why are you so mad about like, what did they do to you? Right. And it wasn't even, when I when I dug deeper, it was just because I felt a lot of old feelings and a lot of old thoughts about myself were resurfacing, right? It was a lot of the lies that people told me, like when I was told that I was going to be overweight because I had fat ankles as a young girl, right? Like these beliefs started kind of coming to the surface, these old, these lies, right? Let's call them lies, were coming to surface that I was like, oh my God, now that's going to be fulfilled because... I'm gaining all, I can't lose this baby weight right away, right? Or that I was going to be, or when people say, oh, that moms let themselves go after they have kids, that they just let themselves go. They don't care about their weight no more. Like that happens a lot in my upbringing. And I mean, that not that women do that, but that a lot of the men say that about women, right? And this is where I felt like a lot of the cheating would happen, a lot of the disloyalty my mind started getting wrapped about like, oh, God, if I don't lose that weight, right? These fears started coming in that maybe my husband's going to go cheat on me, right? Because we start getting these thoughts in our mind, lies of other people telling us, and it starts to spiral into these crazy thoughts. And all of a sudden, we think that our man's going to leave us. We think that, you know, we're going to end up never taking care of ourselves. And I just want you to reel that back in really quick because, our mind can run to like the extreme with these things. But it ties back to what you're believing about yourself. It's tying back to are you lining what you're saying up, aligning your beliefs with God's beliefs about yourself? Or are you aligning it with what you think the world is saying about you? I just want you to kind of really think about that because that stuff is deep. And you notice how I started dissecting that, right? It started with just, oh, just jealousy, a simple little jealousy. No, it, it dug deeper, like way deeper. And it, and it brought up some deep fears that I had based on what I was told in the past. So you kind of see why it's so important that we start trying to really tie, tie, uh, tie these things in with our life and that we start kind of really getting this blueprint of who we are, right? Um, so now number six is use this page to write out a lot of the new truths that you want to build your foundation on from faith to finances to marriage and motherhood. This is a page that I want you to, this isn't a manifestation page, right? Cause I don't, I'm sorry, but I don't believe in new age. I don't believe in any of that. Um, and if you do, I love you anyways, you're still welcome here, but I don't believe in that. Right. I believe that when we invite God into this process and we bring in, um, our our desires, our truth, and the, a lot of the things that we wish for with God in the center, um, I know that God will give us the desires of our heart. And even then, if it's not meant for us, there will be a way that God will remove that desire from us so that we can stop obsessing about it, right? 
um, that happened to me with boxing. I was like, no way. I always thought, oh, I'm going to invite God in. I'm going to invite God in. I was trying to like really manifest my own truth and my own desires of what I wanted. And I realized that it was because I brought God in. And when I started bringing God in and I'm like, God, what is your plan for my life? With these truths that you've just discovered that you want. Now that you kind of know a little bit about yourself, maybe you're like, you know what? I want to be a good friend. I want to be a mom that's that lives by her truth. Um, I want to see fitness. I want to start my wellness journey with a new mindset wrapped around fitness. I want to not be scared to make money for my family. I want to and I want you to start really thinking about those things. Right. Um, I want you to really start to think about them because now you get to rewrite your new truth about what you want to do. And guess what? You get to invite God in. So there's that. I want you to really like really this might require another different type of prayer, but I want you to say, hey, God, like bring in your truth, my desires into this so we can start to build this foundation together. Right. Because now we're going to build a new level of confidence. We're going to build a new confidence based on a firm foundation. Right. Think about a foundation of a house when a foundation of a house is a little unstable. It's a little rocky. It's not. Um, it's not very trusting, right? Uh, what's built on top of it will crumble, right? If that foundation isn't firm. Now think about you rebuilding a new foundation of something solid, something firm, something you trust, something you believe in. Chances are everything else is going to stand firm on it, right? So I want you to think about that and I want you to see it in that perspective when you're writing these new truths. And guess what? I want you to write them and I want you to put them on sticky notes and I want you to start tackling one by one and really just like allowing yourself to spend some time on one of these areas. Don't try to do them all at once. Write a sticky note of one thing. If it's your wellness journey, I'm going to commit 30 days. I'm going to commit so many weeks to this new belief that I'm going to change the way I think. Don't try to do them all in one week because you're not, I'm not saying you can't do it, but if you fail, you're going to beat yourself up and you're going to want to give up. Do one at a time, okay? Um, and so at the end, I just kind of wrote down, um, this is, I said, this is all in out the groundwork for the confident woman you were created to become. It takes some work to rewrite your story based on love and truth, but it will be all worth it. Apply this to all areas of your life, especially your mind, body, and spiritual health. It is a very important piece of healing and transformation. I hope this journal blessed you and got you thinking a bit. Pray and see God's wisdom in this journey. God bless you, queen. I hope that this journal brings you some revelation, some truth, some things that you want to um, re rewrite, some, some things that you want to redo in your life. Just know that you can always start over. It's never too late. You can always start over. You can always be the woman that you want it to become. You can be the mother, the wife. You can do all these things. It's never too late. Don't let the beliefs of the world stop you. Don't try to let them tell you that your, your age and all these things are, oh, it's that's too late. You know, you've been carrying these belief systems too long. Oh, but that's how the family is. But you're going to break family tradition. Don't let those thoughts get in your head. Okay? Rewrite your story. Stand firm and be confident in the woman that God is creating you to be. I love you, Reynas. If you have any questions, email me, message me. Join our free community group. It's down in the link below. And I'll see you back here soon later this week. God bless you. Thank you.
Thank you so much, Reinas, for listening to today's show. If this episode has impacted you in any way, please share this message with another mom or woman that's needing to hear this message. Because together, we can continue to be strong in our identities and stay crowned with confidence. If you're wanting to know more about our mission here at BoxFit Queens, please visit our website at www.boxfitqueens.com and follow our YouTube channel for some more amazing free content under BoxFit Queens as well. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here soon. Have a good day. I love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.